0: This podcast was brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on Sirius XM. Gap maybe overextended themselves. They produced too many stores. They didn't have a differentiator. I don't know. You could say a lot of things with it. Old Navy was kind of hot, but Gap Mm. was dead, and Mm. Gap tried so many different ways to you know, get their mojo back um, mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. latest thing and this is what I really wanted to talk to you about is it a hit or a miss is Gap's collaboration with Yeezy and Kanye West mm-hmm. um, and the very first item in the collaboration between the Yeezy brand and Gap is this sky blue puffer jacket mm-hmm. that retailed for $200 it dropped in early June um, and it was the first tie up that was announced between the two in this collaboration so curious what you're thinking americas you have a take on this
1: yeah I mean, first of all it's interesting i mean you know the fact that a puffer jacket if i understand what a puffer jacket actually is <laughs> uh the fact that the fact that you know it would sell out in june is in and of itself kind of interesting uh, the fact that you know it's, it's so hot right now but anyway so i mean i think there's some interesting issues here barbara i think that in some senses we've talked about this a lot on the show the idea of a celebrity brand and another brand working together and what happens to each of the brands? Where where does the halo transfer from and to? And does that actually provide some kind of set of issues that's going to help either of the two brands? I mean, I think the Kanye West brand is highly radioactive. I mean, this guy, I'd write, I mean, at any point in time, this guy can go sideways and you've got, you've got yourself on And I can guarantee you, I mean, I'm a big fan of this music, but I can promise you he has not read the fine print of a contract with the Gap. Uh, and any kind of collaboration, that would say, hey, you know, don't do some crazy shit. So, I mean, it, in some sense, it's just like, let's swing for the fences. Uh, this is a sort of a, a high risk, but high return in some senses. And so, you know, pulling him in, I think, has that sort of um, aura to it. Uh, but, add, you know, can it resurrect this, this lineage to your point, Barbara? Is it? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure it can, it can actually like bring the brand back a singular kind of idea. I think in many of the concepts that I've seen where brands have restored themselves or changed who they are, it's always been like a multi dimensional kind of thing where it's not just, well, here's a person and he's kind of cool. And if he doesn't go nuts this might be kind of interesting. Uh, But I'm thinking about Target, where Target just sat down and very strategically tried to reposition and through, you know, working with certain collaborations and designers over time, we're able to kind of, you know, move itself out of the blue light special area, you know, right next to Kmart and into this other thing called Target, I guess. But it takes a long time. And I guess, you know, I'm willing to sort of see what happens, uh, you know, in the short term. I mean, it certainly will be interesting. I mean, it's like, you know, we'll, we'll... You know, well, Kanye, I mean, it's entertainment. Like, what's he going (laughs) to do? Actually, might keep the eyeballs. So I'm sort of I'm sort of saying it's a hit,
2: but let's see. I guess I'll call this a tentative miss, if I may. Um, I feel like this first item is obviously going to have a lot of buzz around it. And that's why, you know, they have enforced scarcity. They only made a certain amount of them. And now the resale value is through the roof. There's a big difference between that and getting regular foot traffic back into stores. So, again, to Americus's point, if association with Kanye uh, helps younger shoppers take a second look at Gap, maybe it causes them to stop into stores and say, oh, I remember, oh my father used to shop at this place. Let me go <laughs> in see what this Gap. is about." Yeah. right? <laughs> the only thing is, if the Gap is not ready for them with some really cool duds, It's a missed opportunity. Uh, The fast casual dining chain Panera, uh, Mm. which used to be Panera Bread. I guess they're Mm. just Panera now. Uh, Last week, I think, Mm. launched a line of swimwear. (laughs) They launched a line. No, wait. Oh, no, this is only the beginning. They launched a line of swimwear that is themed off their most popular menu items. And you might think, what on earth would that look like? Mm -hmm. This includes swim trunks for men with a broccoli and cheddar motif. Um, It also includes a flotation (laughs) ring for your pool that's shaped like a bread bowl. And there's an olive green one piece for women that says soup on it. Um, And all of these pieces are available uh, on a site called swimsoups.com. Wow. Uh, and they are priced at about $25 each. They're poking fun at themselves. You got to give them some points for that. It's goofy as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to call this a, 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 a tentative hit. I know hedging mm. my bets is, is cheating, right? But <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, it's an inexpensive way to keep a brand's name in the media because, well, gosh darn it, Adweek paid attention to it.
1: In some senses, it is this kind of thing. Taco Bell also has a hotel, I believe, where like you can go and like eat Taco Bell and like giant burrito-shaped swimming pools and all kinds of stuff. So it's to Barbara's point, Robert, which is, make the brand live above and beyond its normal experience and i think that's right. kind of smart. Here's the problem though, you know, why can't the why can't the Panera brand redefine itself? Why can't we have some degrees of freedom to be able to think through it and maybe reimagine it in a different way? For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.